0: This is the Well, Well, Well podcast with Cassandra and Britt, episode six
1: Clear Eyes, Full Heart, Can't Lose. We've talked about what we're gonna wear and what we're gonna eat, and now it's time to talk about what's in the name Thanksgiving. Let's talk about gratitude.
0: Well, 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 Welcome to the podcast. We can't think of anything better than conversations with your girlfriends about all the wellness.
1: Let's discuss what the gurus are saying and weave the good stuff into our lives. We aren't experts, but we are your friends, and we are here with you. We are so glad you joined us.
0: Welcome. We are so excited that you are here with us today talking about gratitude and one of my other favorite topics, Tim Riggins.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know who Tim Riggins is. I do know that.
0: That's half the battle. Today, I found out that Britt has never watched Friday Night Lights, and the sadness in my soul about it is deep.
1: Well... You know, I felt bad and like, sorry for myself enough that I agreed to go along with the name of the episode because that line alone is just a dead ringer, you know?
0: Clear eyes, full heart, can't lose straight out of Coach Taylor's mouth. (sighs) Out of his beautiful mouth. I have missed out. You have. That's what you're going to binge this holiday season.
1: I am. I'm not kidding. I feel like maybe I can get Matt on board.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think even Dylan thinks Tim Riggins is a tall drink of water.
1: Oh yes, and speaking of tall drink of water, we should definitely talk about our bevvies today.
0: Bevvies! What you drinking? Okay, so this morning I woke up with a headache, which usually happens when I don't sleep well enough. I made myself a cup of peppermint tea this morning. Yeah, So delicious, organic peppermint tea, just nice and warm, and um, I'm just sipping on that, as well as I took a shot of the Trader Joe's Lemon Ginger Immune Boosting Shots. Ooh, those
1: are nice to have on hand.
0: Yeah, I keep those on hand because I can't always make it to pressed juice. I like pressed juices better. Yeah. But these are good to just throw in my cart and
1: Did it kind have kind on When hand. you drink that ginger shot, does it kind of get you? Yeah, it's a little zippy. Does it wake you up? It's a little zippy. I feel like it's kind of like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Like a shot of vodka. <laughs> just kidding. I, well, I can only but- imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Cassandra told me that she had a peppermint tea because of her headache, and I actually had a headache too. So what do you know? I decided to be inspired by that good idea. I remembered that uh, my friend Christine, she told me after listening to our smoothies episode, that she often adds fresh mint leaves to her smoothies to make them kind of like a chocolate mint.
0: Way to go, Christine. Isn't that good?
1: Smart gal. I decided to use the peppermint essential oils in my smoothie this morning. I just used like a drop or two of that. I did have fresh mint, but something about peppermint I feel like really is good for headaches. Yes. And so I went with kind of like a chocolate mint. Genius. Smoothie this morning.
0: Way to go, you and
1: Christine. And my kids were like, are you putting algae in your smoothie? <laughs> you are like, yes. I was like, yes, I am. And you yes. won't even taste it. So, anyway, that goes back to our smoothies episode. But moving on into today's topic, we felt like that little saying goes along very well with gratitude. Oh, yeah. Because what do you need? Clear eyes. Mm -hmm. What do you need? A full Full heart. heart.
0: And what happens then? You don't lose. You don't lose.
1: So gratitude is where
0: all of our hearts are set right now. We're seeing in the movies and down the aisles of Target. It's on cards. It's everywhere we go. But why is it so important? Britt, give us some statistics. What are they saying about gratitude?
1: So there was a pretty awesome research project done at Berkeley where they actually did studies and now can say that they've scientifically proven that there are benefits to gratitude, which is really cool because it's not just about being really grateful or trying to be a positive, upbeat person. There are actual other benefits of having gratitude be part of your life. So I'm going to give you the seven. Gratitude opens the door to more relationships. Gratitude improves physical health. Gratitude improves psychological health. Gratitude enhances empathy and reduces aggression. Grateful people sleep better. Gratitude improves self-esteem. Gratitude increases mental strength. And who doesn't want more of those seven things? What a lineup. I mean, if those things, I can gain more of all of those things just from being more grateful. I'm in. Sign me up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so when we were
0: talking, thinking about gratitude, I turned to one of my favorite gurus of all time, Malika Chopra. She's amazing. She is amazing. She is the daughter of Deepak Chopra. And she's a little bit more lighthearted and approachable. We love Deepak, but he's a little deep for right now.
1: Hmm. Yeah, well, we love Deepak, but you kind of have to be on a walk by yourself where you can like soak every word in and really think deeply. Whereas Malika is a little easier to ingest.
0: Yes, she's a working mom. She loves tea. She loves tea, so, so that makes us love her. Yeah. She's incredibly relatable. Yes. She also has this mantle of carrying her father's name, which I could see could be a pretty heavy thing to carry, and oh she does gosh. it so beautifully and with such grace and in her completely own way. Yes, she does. So in her book Living with Intent, one of my favorite books, I listen to it all the time. I listen to it all the time, too. It's one of those you can re-listen to. You should gift it. Gift it. Get it for your mom. Get it for your sister-in-law. Living with Intent by Malika Chopra. Malika talks about the work of Robert Edmonds in her book, and he wrote the book Thanks. She said, gratefulness isn't just a worthy practice. It's also a powerful medicine.
1: Right, right back to those statistics. Yeah, really speaks to that. If gratitude is medicine and it can increase my relationships and help my physical health and do all of those things from that list, I mean, yes, mm-hmm. I would call that medicine. Yeah, sounds like medicine to me. Absolutely. So we know why we should be more grateful. There are a million reasons why expressing gratitude or recognizing the things we can be grateful for can improve our life and well-being, but how do we create a practice how do we incorporate it into our life in a better way so we're going to give you a few examples of the ways that we do that Cassandra take it away okay so
0: Britt and I have a few of the same examples yes but one of the practices that our family does is we play a little game of highlight low light a few times a week we do it around the dinner table so whenever we are actually all home sitting around the dinner table together is when we do it So we go around the table and each kid says what their low light or the worst part of their day was. And then they say the highlight, what the best part of their day was. Right. The great thing about this practice is that it really connects everybody to each other. We know what's going on in each other's lives. We understand their disappointments and their triumphs. And that helps you love each other more.
1: I think so for sure. I think it also is one of those things where as you do this regularly... You become aware of the way things resolve themselves, mm-hmm. the things that are always heavy on someone's mind, the things that they're consistently thankful for. We both utilize the practice of prayer in our families, and in the order of prayer, we say what we're thankful for first, mm-hmm. and then we ask for the things that we need. And so these highlights, lowlights, really cue us on to what things we could add to our prayer, our family prayer, so that we're saying what we're thankful for Collectively, we're able to add the things that each individual member mentioned.
0: Yeah, somebody's uh, nervous or anxious and that was the worst part of their day about an upcoming tryout and now their sibling is praying for them about it.
1: Right. That's something that's really bonding for the family as well is when you have a member of your family that's praying for you for something that you need. It's really neat. Really cool. Yeah, so I think that having those highlights and lowlights is huge because It is a willingness to acknowledge the fact that things aren't always hunky-dory. And isn't that great to hear from
0: your parents, too? That everything's not always just great or always just bad, depending on the
1: mood of your family. Right. And I think that it's nice that your parents aren't just expecting you to only focus on only the good things that Mm -hmm. are going on. You're allowed to and encouraged to tell us what's going on that's not so great. I think it's really healthy for you to be able to talk about those things in a family setting. Everything doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah. So in this article from
0: Berkeley, there is something that they said that really hit me. It said, so telling people simply to buck up, count their blessings, and remember how much they have to be grateful for can certainly do harm. Processing a life experience through a grateful lens does not mean denying negativity. It is not a form of superficial happyology. Instead, it means realizing the power you have to transform an obstacle into an opportunity. It means reframing a loss into a potential gain, recasting negativity into positive channels for gratitude.
1: it's So good. And I think just even hearing that, the artificial happyology. Yeah, that's what stuck out to me too. Yeah, I don't want my kids to feel like or my friends, or my coworkers, or anyone really in my life to feel like they're not allowed to have the negative 50% in life that we all have. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is part of our human experience. And so if we allow for that, then we're able to have those experiences, but also figure out a way to see life through a lens of gratitude.
0: Well, and you're going to go through those hard times in a much easier way if you have a grateful mind and heart.
1: Right, and so, for example, it's hard to find gratitude when you're sitting in traffic, Mm -hmm. or if you're waiting in a line, Mm -hmm. or if your kids get a bad grade. It's hard to find gratitude in that. Not my kids,
0: your kids. (laughs) Or
1: if you, if they get in your car from the long day at school and they have a really bad attitude. I mean, all of these things are hard to find gratitude in. But there is totally a way to acknowledge that those things are tough, but also find a way to look at them in a different way and turn them around. For example, you can think to yourself, I'm so grateful to have a nice car to sit in while I'm in traffic. Or what did I do before I had podcasts and books and stuff to listen to when I'm sitting in traffic? What did I do before this podcast? Right, what you did know? I, exactly. But when you're sitting in pickup line, suddenly you don't have to be so bored. There's all these amazing things. So you have... A way to look at the exact negative experience that you were just listing and switch it around to see the thing you're grateful for. Maybe you're really thankful that you're the one that gets to pick your kids up every day and gets to hear about their hard day. I like the idea that when my kid comes in with a
0: bad grade, it gives me all the evidence I need to help support them and help them. It right. helps me understand their teachers is better.
1: Right, because of this kind of negative quote-unquote Situation that possibly you could see in a negative lens and just be like, oh, my kid's struggling so bad in school. You're like, wait, I'm so thankful that we are able to see that they have a deficit in this area so that we can help them improve. And I can be on this journey with them. Right. It, it sounds like a stretch, but it really is possible to kind of be like, wait, yeah, it's hard to have your kid's in a bad mood or devastated about their day, but aren't I glad that I'm the shoulder they're crying on or the person that they're coming to? Mm -hmm. You can kind of find gratitude in anything.
0: Dr. Spiegel's work on gratitude talks about the neurons in our brain. And he says, every time we have a thought, certain neurons fire in our brain if you have those same negative thoughts over and over it strengthens those links between those pathways. and Malika shifts this to her own personal thoughts and she says but if I shift my thoughts toward gratitude or hope or happiness or love I can actually strengthen my well-being
1: oh I think that is super cool I really do Brooke Castillo also has a pretty awesome exercise that is along these lines it's actually in her episode three which is on goals or something like that. But she has this little segment that just really goes right along with what we're saying. So she says to write down 25 things that you want. She says that most people write down things that they want that they don't have. And so she makes you take a second look at your list. You go over and you make it so that every other thing on your list is something that you want that you already have. And she kind of explains how... It's not just a matter of being thankful for the things that you have. It's actually wanting something that you already have and how the energy is different there and how by really wanting something that you already have, it puts you in such a place of abundance.
0: I always wanted children.
1: Right, I and have, I have
0: children. Yes. I always wanted healthy children. I'm grateful that for their health.
1: Right. I want to exercise. I do exercise. Like... Things that you actually have that you want are really important to note. And I think then once you're looking at this list and you're realizing that, okay, here's some things that you want that you don't have, but here's also a bunch of things that you want that you do have, then how does that help you achieve the things that you want from a place of abundance? It's just like a totally different energy instead of like a negative Outlook, it's such a positive shift and it really shows a lot of gratitude.
0: Yeah. If you're just listing, I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this. And they're all things that you don't have. You're definitely in a place of scarcity.
1: Definitely. And it's a lot harder to achieve things from place of scarcity. Mm-hmm. So that's a whole nother topic, but just from the standpoint of being grateful, you can see how an exercise like this could really help. And then when you're sitting there looking at this list of things that you want, that you already have, how often are we speaking on those things? How often are you telling your fitness instructor, thank you? How often are you telling your spouse or your kid or your house cleaner or your babysitter or your tutor or your coworker, your student, depending on what it is that you do, how often are you actually speaking on that gratitude? Because I think that as a, when somebody tells you that they're grateful for you, it's pretty amazing makes you feel real good. You could really make somebody's day with that. So Oprah, who is also just one of our favorites, and she talks so much about gratitude. It's really just one of her favorite topics. There is a lot to learn from Oprah on this topic, but one of the things she said that we loved is, the more thankful I became, the more my bounty increased. That's because for sure what you focus on expands. When you focus on goodness in your life, you create more of it. Oh, Oprah. With Thanksgiving quickly approaching, what are you going to do with your family, with your friends, with your loved ones? Every family has a different practice, and that's something that you can change up from year to year. That's something you can keep as a consistent tradition, but it's a great idea to figure out something that you guys can do to express gratitude on a different level around this time of year. One thing that we've done in the years past is I have a tree and I put a paper leaf on each person's place setting and they, whenever they want, they write something that they're thankful for and they put it on the tree. Sometimes we've gone around and we've read them. Sometimes we've just put them on the tree and then you can walk over and check them out and read them on your own time as you're hanging out that evening. Last year, I had napkin wraps out of paper and... I had everyone unwrap those and write something on them. And we made a paper chain out of them. Cute. And we kept the paper chain. And then we'll revisit that this year and kind of look at what everyone wrote. That's really cute. So, I mean, there's all different ways to do this. Cassandra, what does your family do?
0: I like the idea of the paper because I get super uncomfortable talking in front of people. Right. Writing it down
1: as opposed to speaking it out loud. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, we go around and we do, we go around and we say what we're thankful for. Another practice we enjoy in our family is teaching gratitude to our children through service. And we have a really easy opportunity because our family owns senior living homes.
1: As kids, we used to go and serve at senior living homes. And it was so amazing, but also like a little scary and intimidating. It's a little
0: intimidating at first. What you have to do is you have to go with people who are real comfortable and then just follow their lead. Whenever we take friends over, I just say, just watch, just watch Miles and Ruby. You'll be fine. Do what, just do, do what they do mm-hmm. yeah. Ooh, just mimic so cool. what they do
1: that's really cool so what kinds of things will you do there
0: okay so we do all sorts of things we do everything from just holding their hand ah yeah that's really sweet holding their hand to fixing the landscape outside they really appreciate a pretty garden and landscaping we do that we go all the way to making cookies we sing carols at christmas time with them That is so nice. And the other people that can't be overlooked are the caregivers. They are really like the gems of the earth. They are angels. Yeah. They really are such amazing human beings. They give so much of themselves to these seniors and we just love them. So it's important to us that we create an environment that they want to work in That it's beautiful and it's cozy and it's safe and it's comfortable and that they can just focus on caring for the seniors.
1: Part of the service is creating this amazing environment. And then the other part is pretty cool because when you take your kids and you let them kind of be involved a little bit in the caregiving, Mm -hmm. they get a glimpse into what these caregivers are doing day in, day out, which is also going to give them a ton of gratitude. And then it's going to give them a bit of perspective looking into their own parents. Yes,
0: I mean, it gives me perspective looking at my own parents. It makes you so grateful for your parents, your grandparents. You're grateful for your health. You're grateful for the
1: way you cared for your body throughout your life. All of those things. It can kind of generate some pretty awesome conversations for your family. Yeah, we learn a lot about history. My kids really enjoy that. I love that. That's really cool. I think that whether it's service, whether you're writing things down, whether you're speaking them out loud... This is the time of year to do something as a family that's extra special and unique for Thanksgiving, as well as coming up with something regular you can do as a consistent practice so that gratitude can be incorporated into your family's lives. It can just grow and grow and grow. I'm sure you guys do amazing things and we would love to hear all about them. So please tell us so that we can learn from you what your practices of gratitude are, how it makes an impact in your life. And how it clears your eyes, gives you a full heart, so you can't lose. Oh, I love that so much. Okay, well, I'm going to, first of all, I'm going to watch that Friday Night Lights series. You but before sure we let you go today, we want to let you know our well-looky here.
0: Well, well-looky here. Okay, so my well-looky here today is actually the shirt I'm wearing today, Britt.
1: Oh my gosh, I couldn't be more grateful that you're going to share this because I'm I, gonna share of course, this. quizzed her. Okay, I have
0: four of these shirts that I'm wearing today. They are the Ricky Top from Free People. They're only 30 bucks, And they're like a little bit of a, they're a fitted top that's a mock neck. But they're great for layering if you live in a place that's cooler for throwing sweaters on, jackets over, but also like a dress over. Is yes. really super cute,
1: or with a skirt. Uh huh. And the lines are going all the right directions. Yeah, the lines
0: are going in the right directions. You look like you got some boobs, but a small waist. Yeah. What
1: more could a girl ask for? It's really
0: very perfect. You guys are gonna love this shirt. Go check that out for sure. Yeah. So I have it in black, and I have it in white, and I have it in whatever this is. What is it? A tanish? Kind of like a taupey tan? A taupe. And then I also have it in this purplish color. That's unusual, but I find myself wearing it all the Kinda time. Kind
1: dusty purple? Or, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Ooh, I love that it's color. It's like a grayish, dusty purple. Okay, yeah. I'm going to check that out. My well here for the week is Russell Brand. Oh, I mean, Tim Riggins a Russell Brand in one episode? Guys, Jeez. so you might be thinking, if you're thinking of Russell Brand and Katy Perry... Get it out of your brain. you got to move on, okay? Russell <laughs> Brand has really reinvented himself. And he's asked us to all move on. He has asked us to move on, and we're fine with it. When you first look him up on Instagram, if you don't already follow him, when you first look him up, you might be a little surprised. He's got a new look. He's got a new look. A new vibe. A whole new energy about him. He posts these videos that are a little bit manic, but they are like gold with so many good points, and he's just he's just truly like a spiritual guru all of a sudden.
0: You know who he reminds me of a little bit, speaking of another hot man? Is he's a little bit like Buddha John Mayer.
1: Yes. Right?
0: Just so many nuggets, but you're like, eh?
1: wait a minute. Eh? Yeah, it's so true. You guys, you're going to love Russell Brand. Go give him a follow. And we hope that you will have a wonderful Thanksgiving and that you will continue with your practices of gratitude. Share them with us. Go into this wonderful holiday season with joy and gratitude for the good and the bad in your life, and be well. Be well.